0: Wake up You're listening to Holly and Neera, the podcast you you. I like the gossip I like the humor in it It puts you in a good mood uh, 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 94.5 Virgin Radio Here are your hosts, Holly and Neera
1: Thanks so much for checking out the podcast Did you know that men are happier in relationships if they think... Dot, dot, dot. ...Holly, yeah. I don't know how happy your man may be <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little bit concerned for you. Yeah. And we all have it. Do you know how to protect
2: yours? <laughs> wow. Mm. Getting real this morning. <laughs> but first we need to talk about cuffing season etiquette. Mm. Nira has a cuffing question.
0: Mm-hmm. Take a listen. Mm-hmm. Holly and Nira. Origin Radio.
2: We need to talk about cuffing etiquette because Nira has a question
1: about cuffing season. Yeah, you brought up cuffing season and saying that it's starting earlier than ever now.
2: Yeah, cuffing season starts in the fall, but it's like starting even before fall. It's starting now. It goes to like Valentine's Day. It's when single people find a partner to help keep them warm during the colder months. Mm
1: -hmm. It's very inappropriate that you're playing this music. What the fuck? It's
2: It's cuffing season, babe. All right, so cuffing You got a a date for Christmas parties, you know, someone to dress up with at Halloween, someone to kiss at New Year's.
1: You know, you know what you're getting into.
2: Yeah. And you know that you're going to be
1: getting out of it. That's Mm -hmm. what cuffers do.
2: As far as I know, cuffers talk about it first, and they're like, this is just like a fun little cuffing hookup for cuffing season. Okay.
1: My question is. If you're cuffing and you know you're a cuffing couple and you're both participating as cuffers, why do cuffers then come into the holiday photos at the family's homes? Because the whole point Mm. you said is part of the thing cuffers do for each other is become each other's dates for all the holiday parties. That's right. And why then do cuffers not say, no, 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 I'll take the photo for you. Why do the cuffers get right in there? Because I have so many family Christmas photos that have been ruined by cuffers. <laughs> I'm not joking you. I'm so annoyed and frustrated by these cuffers. Wow. Because we, we're we an Indian family. We're so very. There's a few of you. Yeah, we're
2: very over the top <laughs>
1: friendly too when a new person comes
2: in. It's a lot of hugging
1: and Lots kissing. Of, oh my God. So we think like, oh my God, could this be a future daughter-in-law? Sure. Could this be a future son-in-law into the family? Okay, that starts happening. We're like, totally come in, come in, come in. But then they're never to be seen again. And they've ruined all our family photos.
2: Okay, but maybe as a cuffer, maybe the cuffer doesn't want to say, I'm just here cuffing your son Because imagine that conversation. Okay, I don't want any girl to ever walk up to me and say, hey, I'm just cuffing your son right now. uh, We are both mothers of sons. No one will ever be good enough for our sons, and no one will ever cuff with them ever. Look, that's a different dimension. But for someone to actually say to me, don't worry, I'm just cuffing him right now. Yeah. I don't need that. So then maybe they're trying to pretend they're like legit. So they're like, I'll be in the picture. Maybe I'll be here next year. Wink. Okay,
1: woo. fine. Even if they're pretending, the common courtesy, fine, etiquette for you cuffers. If you're going to all these holiday parties at homes, whatever, at mm-hmm. family gatherings, whatever you're doing, mm-hmm. at least do the proper thing and take a picture of the family by themselves first without you. Okay. Then get in the next one. Okay. You should always do that because I am sick and tired of all these randos in my family photos. How many pictures have, like, scratched out people in them? Sharpie. Not scratching out. Oh, sorry. That's weird. <laughs>
0: sorry. Holly and Neera. Holly and Nira, Virgin Radio.
1: How much longer can you get away with lying to your children?
2: <laughs> Asking for a friend, are you? Yeah, you know
1: those little lies, the little fibs, the white lies, before our children realize that adults are full of it. I'm a bikini. Yep, a study has been done. Oh. A new study, and this is big information for teachers, too, or anybody who works with children, obviously for parents as well. A new study has found that kids start to become more skeptical around age. What do you think? What do you think? Where they can start figuring out that, wait a second, you're full of it.
2: That doesn't Six? Make sense. Six is correct. No. Yes. I know because I have a six-year-old who's starting to question a few too many things. Yes, (laughs) the rain is over, girl. No.
1: Yes, you've been complaining to me as well. You've been like, I don't know what's happening, but... He doesn't just believe everything I say anymore. He questions me. Yes. Mm. Welcome to the real world of parenting. No. Yes. A new study has found kids start to become more skeptical around age six and are more likely to realize that you're full of crap if you lie to them. Wow. And this study wasn't just done like whatever. This is a new study at Harvard. And at oh, the what uni- do they know? Yeah, they know nothing. <laughs> yes. A new study at Harvard and the University of Toronto, they found kids can already be skeptical and start questioning us as young as four years old. But the real average is six.
2: Wow. By
1: four or two, they're like, huh, you sure?
2: <laughs> is that how they, hey, you sure? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> a
2: pretty good four-year-old. Right? Oh, uh, I don't know. It's, it's, it freaks me out a little bit. Is this like they start questioning all kinds of things? Well, this is the thing.
1: We are used to kind of uh, being in this age of protecting our children from too much stuff. Sometimes mm-hmm. by protecting them from too much stuff, uh, we're we're not telling them the truth. So things, right? Yeah. We're lying, but for their benefit, what we believe. 100%. I think um, you. It's, I've started being a lot more honest with my kids. But because of me having an 11-year-old, a 9-year-old, and a 5-year-old, Because I'm so honest with the 11-year-old, that is trickling, that trickles down to the nine-year-old, that trickles down to the five-year-old. Okay. But this honesty didn't start now. It started a few years ago, right? Mm. So my younger kids, I can't get away with as much because they know the honesty through my eldest kid. Okay. So that is one of my main problems at home. Okay. So I
2: can't get away with very much at all anymore, Mm. at all. Sometimes when I'm too honest, though, I feel bad for being too honest. Like, I was really, really tired the other night, and I was like, I want another book, I want another story. And I'm like, I am so tired. Mommy is done. Yeah. And he's like, (laughs) he's like cowering on the couch. He just wanted another Berenstain Bears book. And then I feel so bad. I'm like, the kid just wants another story. But like, Mommy is tired. Am I allowed to say that? Or do I have to be like, I'll read you seven more books. No. I think that kind of honesty is legit. I come from
1: a lot of dysfunction in my home growing up, okay? Mm. And I always have this feeling in my bones that my kids don't have enough dysfunction.
2: Okay, <laughs> Wait, whoa, whoa, you're trying to make them more dysfunctional. Well, well, like I don't, I don't think there's that much dysfunction in our house. So I always say to That's my a husband, good thing, I know.
1: So I always say to my husband, like, come on, like, do we need to give them a little bit of dysfunction so they have a fire under their butt, you know, for life in general? Right. And he's like, no. I don't think that's the right thing to do <laughs> to create dysfunction. So I give them honesty. Okay. I feel that honesty at least gives them a little bite of reality. I totally explained to my children the other day why we couldn't go to McDonald's because of inflation. Oh, my Lord. Yes. I explained inflation, interest rates, the Bank of Canada. Oh my what God. happens when you borrow money from the bank? And It blew their mind that we don't actually own our home. Like, we own it, yeah. but we don't own it.
2: Huh. Like they did not know that we have to pay for our home. God, your poor kids—they just wanted a happy meal. <laughs> Jesus.
0: Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio.
1: What a would you rather for you on this Friday morning? Would you rather? Would you rather free beer or? Beer, 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 oh, there's the beer. beer, beer there's the beer. beer, beer. Now, before I give you the or, I just want to give you a little bit of background here, okay? Oh, well, this is quite the uh, situation okay. here for Would You
2: Rather, okay? okay? I was
1: just talking to a cousin of mine. They traveled from Toronto to Vancouver, right? Mm. on a flight, and they have a new baby. And something happened on this flight to create this would-you-rather question for you this morning. Okay. Would you rather free beer on a flight or a crying baby? <laughs> okay. Okay. Because my like our cousins, their baby was amazing on this flight. Okay? Did not peep a sound. Amazing baby. But they're like, oh, it felt really bad for the guy down the, you know, a few rows down, baby was just like nonstop crying. Nonstop. Oh god. But they're like, but he got free beers from the from the flight attendants. What? He got free beers. They were like they felt so bad for him that they just came over they're like here
2: you go you need this. Okay, I have. I am mad. Why are you mad? I have been on many flights when my kids are screaming and I have <laughs> never got alcohol for free. I've had to buy it. Okay. That is what? Okay. The, what, airline, the, what airline? The, what airline is this? I don't, I think it was WestJet. WestJet. I mean, I love WestJet. They're great. <laughs> They're always so
1: kind. But I loved the fact that they knew what this dad is going through. Because our cousins, they're brand new parents. They've just had a baby only for a couple of months, okay? Of three months. Just hit three months. And I was trying to explain to them, it is the worst feeling in the world when your baby is crying like that on a flight. Mm-hmm. Bro deserved a beer. They're like, but what about our reward for having a
2: quiet baby? I agree. <laughs> <laughs> they are owed something major from, I mean we don't want to throw West WestJet under the bus. <laughs> Not if it was WestJet. Yeah. So they are So anybody with a baby on that flight should have gotten a beer? I think parents, the minute you get on the flight, every parent should get
1: one drink ticket. So would you rather then have a quiet baby throughout the entire flight or the (laughs) free
2: beer and a crying baby? I mean, I love booze, but I think I'd still pick a quiet baby. Thank you. That's what I said. Yeah, they like, are lucky. You're lucky. You have It's a, awful. You have the quiet baby. Who
1: cares how much alcohol he's getting? Poor guys dealing with a baby with like, you know, maybe having some tummy issues, having some gas, feeling a little colicky, don't know how to like, you know, relieve them in this situation. You're
2: on a plane. Everyone's staring at you. Bro needs those drinks. And you can't even get up. Like I tried to walk up and down the aisle once when like one of my kids was super small and we were on yes. a plane. Like and then someone's trying to squeeze by and you're like, yeah, hey, that's cool. Like it just, it's it's all the whole whole thing is very stressful and the wave of the cry up and down the
1: aisles Mm -hmm. that you know as another passenger the wave is getting closer it's getting close to the baby you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so imagine being the owner of that (laughs) the The, owner
0: the 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 parent yeah the parent holly and nira holly and nira virgin radio
2: okay is it a cold or is it something more serious you just have to take the nira sick test i have a sick test you sure do is it sick it's so sick bra, <laughs> yeah. Nira has a sick test that I, Holly, fully endorse and back. Okay, all right, cool. I tried it yesterday. I wasn't feeling great, mm-hmm. and uh, the night before that, I was feeling really like, Bleh. but I was like, okay, wait, I'm going to do the nearest sick test to see just how sick I am. Nearest sick test is this: if you don't feel well, but you can have a drink, it's just a cold. <laughs> You party your way through that, girl. If you can, like, sip a drink and yeah. get through it, it's yeah. just a cold, you'll be fine, it's yeah. just a little bug. Yeah. But if you can't even think about having a drink... Oh, this serious business. First of all, take a COVID test, second of all, <laughs> go to bed, like, yeah. rest up, now. Yeah, I was thinking about
1: the things that I've done, the things that I've gone through. I mean, it's different times now because of COVID, obviously, when you're feeling off now, nobody wants you in the office or at school or any kind of establishment. Mm-hmm. But rewind a few years before COVID, when we used to push through everything. Oh, oh yeah. Remember, you used to push through everything. Thing. The I still things, do. Okay, <laughs> stop it. Knock on what you're yes. not supposed to do that. I know. Your establishments will not be very happy with you. I know. All right. So rewind and what we used to push ourselves through. And my biggest test was like if I can take a shot of vodka and feel fine, or two shots of vodka, work my way through it, it's just a cold. Yeah. Yeah. It's an amazing sick test, Nira. Yeah. And it actually I'm not lying. I'm gonna be honest. The drinks helped me feel better. Because I think the alcohol did try and kill some of the bug that was inside of me. For sure. I would actually feel better from a cold. Like, if I was sick from a cold and went out partying with my friends and drank lots, I would actually feel better the next day than I did the day before because I think the alcohol helped,
2: in my opinion only. She also uses it as a preventative measure, everybody. Yeah. Like, when we were in Mexico together, <laughs> she's like, listen, I'm like, I'm going to eat salad. She's like, you're insane. Don't eat salad down here. I'm like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to eat a vegetable. She's like, okay, well then, you need to do a shot of tequila, Yes. then eat your salad, then and follow shot. it with another shot of tequila. Yes. That was my
1: rule. And that will cleanse your body. I, You are not incorrect with this information. Anytime we've traveled together, mm-hmm. right? I've traveled, mm-hmm. I use alcohol mm-hmm. as kind of like a, a way to
2: cleanse the body. Mm-hmm. Keep your body on the ups. And I'll be honest, I did not get sick once. Yeah, because
1: from I made salad. do
2: the tequila before and after the salad. Yeah, that That's what made me
1: sick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Holly and Nira, And now, uh, the biz with
1: Another baby for this celebrity couple. So exciting. That's today's top biz story. Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds are having baby number four.
2: Ooh,
0: that's tough.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, I love him so much. They make the cutest couple. Blake Lively reveals she's pregnant with their fourth child on the red carpet for the 10th annual Forbes Power Women's Summit in New York. Perfect. Look at her go. She's like, I love to create. Whether it's baking, storytelling, businesses, or humans. I just really like creating. <laughs> okay. They're going to have more. They're not stopping at four. I have a feeling. They said that's what they're they're doing. They're going to just keep having babies.
2: Now, I know you are in love with Ryan Reynolds.
1: A uh, uh, yeah. To put it lightly. I really love right. him You lot. wish you were Blake Lively. That's so cool. much so that you told me not to watch the, yes. my next guest needs no introduction with David Letterman, the Ryan Reynolds edition, because my love for him may dampen. Have you
2: heeded my warning? I did. I'm not watching it. Okay, don't watch that. And also don't watch Ryan Reynolds' new show, uh, Wrexham FC, about yeah. his soccer team. Yes. Yeah, so I've also heard that from you. Now I don't know what to do because I feel
1: like I'm not honoring my love for Ryan. Yeah. By not watching this, but also I want to continue to love him so much.
2: Yes. No, I, it's very confusing. I also like love him as a person, and he's from Vancouver. But that something about the interview with David Letterman—it's so um, something happened. He didn't get vulnerable enough. Yeah. I don't know. He felt fake.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. How dare you say that? I know that about I'm Ryan sorry. Reynolds. Oh my gosh, you terrible human. Okay, they have three girls, seven, five, and two years old. Baby number four is gonna be coming very soon and they're gonna be so cute together. Is it okay. a
2: boy? Do we know? No. They don't give
1: information like that. Okay. You know this. Right. You know this. All right. Uh this is a headline. This is not me. I'm just telling you what the tabloid wrote. <laughs> Perfect. Kate Middleton shot icy glares at Meghan Markle to free. Freeze her out. Yes!
0: <laughs> oh,
1: yes. Oh, my gosh. They say, quite unlike the confident Meghan that we know, Meghan appeared ill at ease during the encounter when, you know, when because of everything, the Queen's funeral, and the Queen coming back to London, the funeral's on Monday, obviously they're all together, as in Kate Middleton, Prince William, Prince Harry, Meghan Markle, they're all there together, and I guess uh, Kate Middleton just keeps staring at Meghan Markle But not looking at her, but staring at her and looking through her and shooting icy glares at her. I
2: love that she's like, I'm being, she's freezing me out. Okay, Nira, don't be offended. You could do this if you wanted to with your eyes. Freeze people out? You have death, stare, murder eyes. They're beautiful. But if you were like really mad at me and you started just icing, I'd be like, (laughs) "Ah," I'd be frozen. Actually, ask my children. They know.
1: They no. know my children know my like, like, and
2: I bet your husband does too. <laughs>
1: so sorry, <laughs> that's when he goes for another. <laughs> All right, and Timothy Chalamet, you know him. He's like the hot newcomer Timothy Chalamet from movies like Dune.
0: And what else? Uh, Uh, He was really... uh, His first big movie was Call Me By Your Name. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So he was in that. He was in Don't Look Up with Leo. Yes. Uh, He was in Lady Bird. That movie won an Oscar. He's
2: honestly near as doppelganger. Jawline.
0: Same jawline.
2: You guys have the same jawline. I think his chin might be a little bit pointier, but... (laughs) I don't
0: see it. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. I
1: see it. Thank you. I appreciate that. And it's a compliment. All right. Timothy Chalamet is said to become, obviously, a huge household name if he isn't already, but he said that he got some... really interesting advice career advice from Leonardo DiCaprio a few years ago and he's sticking to it this is what leo said to him no hard drugs and no superhero movies I'm the king of the world. yeah okay yeah that's it he's like and i'm sticking to it no superhero movies. That's spoiled. Interesting. Yeah. And no hard drugs. Hmm. And that's it's just part of what Leo said were his rules. And that's where he is. And that's why he is what Very he is. Very
2: interesting. Yes. Yeah. So, and speaking
1: of actors and acting, I'm just letting you know, I have not seen the movie because it hasn't come out. But don't worry, darling. Uh, a lot of people have been talking about that movie. That's the one that stars Harry. You know, he's kind of like a co-star, not the main character, but he's got a pretty big role. We've been doing all this late night. Critics. Are saying that Harry Styles sucks as an actor. <gasps> what? Yes. Oh, no. That's the consensus. But I'm so confused because so many people have said he's so good. Yeah, he was in that war movie. Yeah, Dunkirk? Yeah, Dunkirk. It was yeah. Really, he was really good. Well, people have seen Don't Worry Darling and critics who have seen My Policeman say no. And I think it's because they can't take the Harry Styles out of the equation. Like they, keeps, they only see him as a performer. As Harry Styles. Mm. And that is the problem. I'm Nira, and That's The Business brought to you by Vancouver Young Actors School. Now in two locations near Science World and Port Coquitlam. Act now. Visit VancouverYoungActorSchool.com
0: Attention shoppers. It's time to play Holly and and whose bag is it
1: anyway? With Shoppers Drug Mart. We have a $500 gift card to give away to Shoppers Drug Mart. All you got to do is play a little game with us. It's called Holly and mira's Whose Bag Is It Anyway?
2: The bonus redemption event at Shoppers Drug Mart starts today, goes until September 21st, which is next Wednesday. You can get even more for your glorious optimum points, which we're obsessed with.
1: Here we have our caller here. Is this Annalisa from Coquitlam? Yes, it is. Hi. Oh, Good hello. morning. Good morning. Happy Friday, Annalisa. Thank
2: you. You too. Do you love shoppers as much as Nero and I do? Yes, I do. I love it. I have it all God, the time. Every time I go $50. Every time. I can't. Yeah. I yeah. can't not spend $50.
1: You can be in our <laughs> shoppers drug mart bag club with us. <laughs> yes. It's the bag club. We're be- bags. We're going to bag club. We got our producer, Scott, here. Annalisa, we are going to make sure that you win this. Uh, Scott is going to give you an item that can be found at Shoppers Drug Mart. You tell us whose bag do you think this item would go in, Holly's okay. or Nira, And then that's you it. just got to get three right, and that's it. $500 gift card to Shoppers Drug Mart. Thank you
0: so much. I'm okay. ready. Okay. Let's do it. Annalisa, your first item. Uh, Oh, okay. We have a container here of MCT oil. Uh, Would that be in Mira's bag? So correct, girl.
1: MCT oil, it totally fires up your brain, your neurons, puts you like kind of like in a more focused state of mind.
0: Ironically, I never remember to buy it. (laughs) 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 What's that called? You got it, girl. Uh, By the way, I I Googled that it stands for medium chain triglyceride. She MC. knew that. MC. Mm. MC. I totally knew that. <laughs> I totally knew that. <laughs> okay. Uh let's see what else we have here. We have uh okay. Uh Dr. Shoals high heel liners. Uh would that be in Holly's bag? Hmm. Oh. No, hun. My, Ooh, okay.
1: My
2: little friend here, uh, she don't like heels. <laughs> I only wear them when I'm forced to, and I know I can sit down a lot. Yeah, yeah. Mira yeah. is wearing them now. Yeah. She like, runs in them <laughs> I'm
0: obsessed with heels. But you oh know what? God. It's okay. I'll we'll keep going. That. We're gonna keep going. You're yeah? gonna get three. Don't worry. Don't worry. Okay. Okay. Uh sleep medication. <laughs> Sleepies, sleep medication. Uh I'm gonna guess Paul. Yes. yes. Correct. Listen. You got right. two right. That's fine. Okay. One more. Let's One keep more. going here. Oh, a, a giant container of all purpose cleaning spray. Mr. Clean um, all purpose cleaning spray. Uh mirror thing. That is correct. I'm obsessed
1: yes. with cleaning and cleaning things. And sanitizing. Oh my gosh. Yes, you yeah. got it. Congratulations.
2: You got three right, Annalisa. Thank you so much. You are so welcome. $500 to go spend at Shoppers Drug Mart. Oh, so jealous. Make sure wow, you go. I can't believe it. Go to the beauty
1: department. You got to go. Yes. But don't spend all your money in the beauty department, even though it's going to be really hard not to. Don't forget
2: about vitamins. Yes, yes vitamins for sure. <laughs> lots of vitamins. <laughs> lots of vitamins. <laughs> go crazy. Congratulations. Yes. Have a great weekend. Thank you. You too. Thank you so much.
0: You're waking up with Holly and Mira. Virgin.
2: We all have it. We all
1: have it, but do you know how to protect yours? How do you protect your
2: E? E? Your E. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Are you all
2: right? No. I thought you were talking about a body part. Like, how do you protect her? I'm like, I know how to protect her. She's protected. No, no,
1: no. We all have this. We all have this. E. According to Einstein, Albert oh. Einstein, we all have this. But how do you protect your E, as in your energy? Perfect timing. Did you hear yes. that? How do you protect like you? Voldemort. <laughs> okay. That's not the yeah. type of energy. I mean, maybe that's yours, but not no, ours. Not mine. Not ours. Not today. In this room, I was out with some friends. Last weekend, okay? We were out, we're having dinner and a few drinks. Drinks are flowing, you know, after a few glasses of wine. And we're talking about how important it is to protect our energy. Of course, you were. And my girlfriend straight up asked me this. Like she's now my girlfriend. We just met that night. We became like soul sisters. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. And because oh, she straight up was like, Do you know how to protect your energy? And I was like, Oh my God. Like, let's make out. <laughs> later, honey. <laughs> no, but seriously, I I honestly have tried, I think, in different ways but I then become not in tune anymore and then when I'm not in tune, then I forget how to protect my energy.
2: Well, the first step is you have to know what kind of energy you have. Yeah. You got to know your energy. You got to be able to like recognize your own energy. And that's how it started because she's like, I can feel your vibration.
1: She's like, girl, you got some good energy, but mm -mm, if you don't protect that, it is going to be flushed down the toilet. Oh my. And I was like, oh my gosh, really? She's like, yes. Yes, you need to protect your energy. You can't just let anyone have access to your energy. I thought that was so fascinating.
2: That is interesting. You, not everybody deserves to have access to your energy. And not everyone has a right to deplete you
1: of your energy.
2: So do you mean like don't let anybody take you down? If you're out, you're having a good night, everything's vibing. You're just, you're just like, I'm not going to let anybody screw with me tonight. I'm feeling good. Yeah. I'm looking good. Yes. I'm, I'm going to go for it. Yes. Okay. Yes, or just whatever it is. You have
1: an energy. You're allowed to have it. Don't let anyone bring you down for it. And just sometimes when you are a person who may have this electric energy, I'm not saying myself. Like say, say you notice an electric energy on someone, mm-hmm. you become a gravitational force to people. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. People are then like they they want to be around you. They want to approach you. You have a pull on them. But just because you have that pull that doesn't mean that they get to be in to your like they get to be in on your energy.
0: Cuz also- you'll you'll
2: get depleted. Yeah, and FYI, this has a flip side, and I've been accused of this many times where my negative crap energy can ruin everything. Yeah,
1: I had to do a lot of therapy on that. On me? About my how- bad energy? <laughs> yeah.
2: Because I've been told that I. You, and the minute you come into the room, it's like, wah, wah. yes, I'm like, yeah. oh. To realize and yeah, because you also have done work on it. Yes, I have I've done
1: work on it, but not you, specifically, don't right. let other people's energy affect my energy. Yeah, yeah, right. No, like you know, you have to do work on that because it is you. You have a very depleting energy.
2: I know, and I know you've been working on it. So good for you. You've been better at not depleting so much. And the hard part of me is you don't know what you're gonna get because I have a very fun, high energy that's like, ain't don't I, nothing can touch me. Yes, but then. I've got the flip. Yeah, as soon as those deep breaths start going and the yeah. hard keyboarding. Yeah, at work, like oh, here oh it goes. God. I know I should just leave. Coffee break.
0: <laughs> Something. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio.
1: Well, did does September feel crazy to you? I think your statement right <laughs> there
2: does. <laughs> <laughs> September is one of the hardest months, I find. Well, did you know September is the new January, Nira? That's right. September's the new no. January. People are switching their new year to line up with the school calendar. Have you noticed? Why? Even we're playing like commercials for like, are you trying to get back into your gym routine? Yes. It's happening. Okay. I
1: do admit like September really does showcase a lot about getting back into a routine. Okay, That's what it's all for about. Show. Getting back into a routine. But that in itself is so much work. Mm-hmm. Trying to get out of like that summer brain fog. You know, Mm -hmm. you're all over the place. Your schedule doesn't make sense. Just trying to get back into a routine on
2: its own for September is more than enough. This is why people are saying September is the new January because it's like, okay, summer's over. Let's get back into that routine. Let's start a little healthier. Maybe do sober September. A lot of my friends are doing sober September and then they're following the school calendar so that we get the summer off. It's brilliant. I'm thinking about switching. Summer off to what? To just chill. Yeah, I've always taken the summer off. Well,
1: congratulations. I think I am. I I didn't realize I'm a September to June girl. You're a school year person. In, yeah, in terms of routine, especially since I've had children, because it really is based
2: on whatever their needs are. Yeah, but you were also valedictorian, so let's be real—you've always loved school. <laughs> yes. so yeah, love learning I yes. love learning. Yes, I do love learning. <laughs> why is cool. that so funny? I just, it's just—it's not like me. I feel. Can we? I get.
1: I get what you're saying to become like a school calendar person, but why? Why the association with
2: January? Yeah, because it's like the beginning of the new year. So then it's like new year, new you. No, 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 no. I ain't trying to do no new you business in September. But a lot of people do. That's why they're like, I'll start next year. I'll try it next year. I'll quit smoking next year. And then all of a sudden, January 1st is the next year. So that's why people do it.
1: I know, but I've been trying to tell myself that I'm going to get myself into a routine starting September. I've been pulled in a million different directions. I can only go day by day. I don't want also the pressure of me reinventing or being a new me in September. I'm just trying to take it
2: one day at a time. Mm. I'm in survival mode. You're also a parent suffering from gradual entry. kindergarten entry. I'm, I'm a kindy mom, okay? <sighs> Do you know what kindy mom means? Do you have any idea what it means to be a kindy mom? I had a kid in kindergarten. <laughs> He's now in grade two. Yeah, kindy <laughs> is insanity, man. Like right. all this ga- gradual
1: entry, later drop off, earlier pickup, one day One school, hour here. One day not there. Yeah. Then you have to attend all these meetings. You have to go to all these orientations. My youngest is now kindy, okay? This mm-hmm. is my third time being kindy. You think I'd be good at it? No, mm-hmm. it's, still, it's still a gong show
2: in my brain. So are you waiting till January for the new you? <laughs> <laughs> when is she showing up? I don't know. Give me a couple years.
0: Holly and Nira, You're waking up with Holly and Nira On 94.5 Virgin Radio.
2: According to TikTok, you have a new label, Nira. Thank you. You and a whole group of women. Great. You are now known as Coastal Grandmas. I've fallen and <laughs> I can't get up. Excuse you. Coastal grandma but it's not a diss it's an absolute vibe and i'm a little bit jealous coastal grandma coastal grandma okay here is here's what a coastal grandma is okay think of a day okay spent relaxing lounging on a chaise lounge in a crisp linen outfit With a big hat and sunglasses (laughs) and a cocktail in your hand. Sounds pretty good to me. That is the Coastal Grandma vibe. Why is it called a Coastal Grandma? Think neutral. Classic staples in light shades. Always crisp. Always clean. Lots of linen. (laughs) They say it's a step above leggings and a sweater. But it's very, very easy. Mm-hmm. It's coastal, Grandma.
1: Well, leggings feel a little tight sometimes. I'm not going to lie. There you go, Grandma. Yes. Don't, don't you want a little bit of a looser fit? Yes. Yeah, the linen pants, wide leg linen pants. Honestly, if you don't have a pair, I got to have three. They're amazing.
2: See, I, I honestly tried one on and laughed out loud to myself in the change room. I was like, I could never... Where are these? Linen pants? No! They're the best! No, they look absolutely stupid on me, but they look really cute on you, and it's because you're a coastal grandma! Yeah, high waisted, kind of like in that neutral, beigey yes. kind of color. Also, have them in white, also have them in black, actually, even have them in dark gray. They say coastal grandma. She's a nod to timeless, moneyed fashion, but she's not flashy. She's a coastal grandma. What are the shoes? Because I do like a sneaker. Mm. Can I still do the linen on the sneaker? I mean, I, I did do that so. this summer. I think so. Okay, then I'm a cool coastal grandma. Yeah, I mean, it <laughs> sounds when you first hear, I think it's the grandma that really tips you yeah, off. Yeah, like, So sounds Some sort of diss. Really? <laughs> and I do think you are morphing into a grandma. Like, you're gonna skip the whole sort of mom jeans in a bad way vibe. You're going straight to grandma. <laughs> But this is a this is a trend on TikTok. You're trending.
1: I know I know I know how hard you're trying to sell this to me. I'm I'm trying really hard to try yes. to embrace it, but yes. I'm going to be
2: honest. The whole grandma thing? Yeah. Can we just call it coastal GM? No, that sounds like you're a general manager. You wish. Uh-huh. No, you. Uh-huh.
1: Wish
0: grandma. <laughs> Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio.
1: Men are happier in relationships if they think Dot, dot,
2: dot. I want you to be happier. I want you to be happier. Wait, come on. We all want to be happier in relationships, right? Happy husband, happy life. That's the saying, isn't it? (laughs) I'm pretty sure it's happy (laughs) wife equals happy Oh, oh, oh. Not in my
1: world. (laughs) But, but, if your husband is happy, he'll want to keep you happy. And then you're happy and he's happy. It's such a beautiful game to play, isn't it? Well, men are happier in relationships if they think... They're the funny one. Ah, Yes, according to this new study where they really tested and tried and pried inside of a man's brain. (laughs) They figured out that deep down, your men want to be the funnier one in the relationship. And they really need the wife or the partner to think this also. It's not that they just want to be the funnier one. They really need their partner to think that they are the funnier one in the relationship. Why? Now, this is very fascinating to me. My name is Neera, my husband's name is Gary. He's clearly the funnier one. He's hilarious. He's- ah! I've all you guys who've met him, you talk to him, you'd always like, Gary's yeah, so funny. Oh my he's gosh, so you're so lucky, Nira. He's uh, so
2: deadpan that I don't know when he's kidding or not. I'm like yeah. scared of him, but then I'm like, ah, what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know when to laugh sometimes. Very funny. I know he's the funnier one. Yeah. It's
1: fine. I'm not called the funny one. I don't care. <laughs> but this is fascinating to me because, Holly, <clears throat> you pride yourself on being funny.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow, that it's one you of your really
1: things. Lame.
2: It is one of your things. Yeah. It is your thing. I like to think I'm funny.
1: I'm always the first one to laugh at my own jokes. Yeah, which in itself is funny. But how does this play out in your home between you and your husband, John? Because I love your husband, John. Like, Mm -hmm. him and I are way more on the same wavelength. He's really funny, too. Yeah, but a different kind of funny. Yeah. You and Gary are on the same wavelength kind of funny?
2: Yeah. So, uh, who is... I'm more like frat guy funny. (laughs) (laughs) like twilight humor still funny to me i I know did you say twilight humor no no toilet oh no nothing about twilight is funny and that's where your husband and i are the same
0: you know what's weird
2: oh this is weird i you always say i'm like the man Mm. i am a man i like a man i this is yes i i'm i'm a man are you upset by this study yes Okay. okay. I am. I and, think it's bull. Okay.
1: Is it because in your relationship you feel that you may be the funnier one between you and your husband?
2: I wanna be the funnier one anywhere I go. Yes, but in your relationship
1: yeah. I don't care. We can go anywhere. You want props to being funny. I don't care. <laughs> I think that's what works between me and you. I'm like, I let her be the funny one. I really don't give a damn. Yeah. I don't. You're funny when you don't
2: try to be funny. And I try to be funny all the time. It's an it's, it's annoying. Very it's a lot. Again, fascinating. Mm-hmm. So, answer me: In your relationship between mm-hmm. you and your
1: husband, do you believe that you are the funnier one? <laughs> Careful, you want him to be happy. Oh yeah, right. You want him to be happy. No, he's hilarious. Yes, so
0: yes.
2: funny. Yes. Mm-hmm. Good job. Thank you. Good job.
0: <laughs> Holly and Nira.